On this week's episode of the Superhero Show Show, we'll find out if Cancer is going to force Lois into the crypt tonight, if Gotham Knights can overcome the shittiness of its pilot, and if Storm finds true love with an alien Conan on X-Men the Animated Series. All of that and more on an all-new episode of the Superhero Show Show. What's up, nerds? Welcome to the Superhero Show Show, the only show on the internet that reviews every single live-action television show based on a comic book, as well as some of the animated ones. My name is Cassie, and I will be the host for this episode. I do have some friends here to help me out, and guys, they are my two favorite sluts. First of all, first slut, <laughs> Ryan, come on. Come on to the pod. Welcome, my friend. Oh, God. I just, I like, I spent all of high school wanting to be called a slut, and to have it happen right now... It's so degrading. You know what? Fuck you, Cassie. How <laughs> fucking dare you? This is not no. high school. No, Ryan, my slut. It's a term of endearment. Uh, oh, we're Don't taking you... it back? Yeah. Okay. So there's some, you... other, there's some other words then I would like to say that if we're taking all these words back. This is a terrifying slope. I, my instinct says to shut it down now, but I do kind of want to let you have one. Go ahead. Go give me one. Just one. Slurm. 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 That's a okay. word that I want to be called again. I used to not be called it because uh, everyone was so disgusted by my oily skin that they were like, oh, we can't call him Slurm. But you know what? Call me Slurm now. It's fine. The real Slurm Shady? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. 100%. Please Slurm up. And I will stand up. And I have to stand up <laughs> because my butt is so fucking greasy that I can't sit down. Ew, even the butt, bro? Oh, mostly even the butt. Even the butt, bro. <laughs> That's I, unfortunate. I, drink, I eat a lot of Olestra. You don't know, know what that is. I don't want to try it. That's what uh, they used to put in potato chips because that would make them less uh, caloric or fatty. And instead, it just gave people anal leakage. But instead <laughs> of instead of the anal leakage coming straight from my butthole, it comes from all of my butt cheeks. I hate this imagery. Um, what a fun fact you have stored in your head and a fun term that you can pull at any moment. I didn't know your mind worked like that. Well, I've been. I, I mean, I've been thinking about daughter names. I, what would I name my daughter? And I think Olestra. It's, be- it's beautiful in that term. Without the back knowledge, beautiful. As soon as she I, looks it up, unfortunate. I think that kindergarten teachers won't know. Oh, Olestra. Is Olestra here? Like sh- They won't remember <laughs> that it means anal leakage, right? Absolutely not. Uh, my other slut here is Mike. Mike, welcome to the pod. What's up, sluts? What's up, sluts? <laughs> How's Mike doing tonight? Mike's doing fucking dandy, my friend. Dang, he hit us with a dandy. Out of all the terms he could have used, I was not ready for dandy. I came here to punch people and kick people in the crotch, and I'm all out of crotches. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. 100%. It's International Cocktail Day, (laughs) and I only celebrate fake fucking holidays. Not the big ones. Christmas? Get it out of here. No. I feel like every holiday is National Cocktail day if you think about it at least in my yep. household 100 percent, it is my parents beat me <laughs> <laughs> mike how I drink too much what separates this day from every other day at your house uh joy excellent 
Bitters, the amount of bitters I put in my drink today versus the normal amount. Oh, he's a fancy little boy. That's why you hit us with a dandy. Normally, I drink and I'm bitter. Tonight, I am drinking bitters. Right? I get it. Call me B-Rabbit. Usually, I will drink a glass of vodka per night, but on cocktail day, national cocktail day, I'll put a little ketchup in it. Mix it up, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) Let's just have a fancy drink. Get that lysopene. Serious question. I I like to watch the ketchup drip down into the vodka. Gross. Terrible. Absolutely gross. Would you guys actually drink a drink with ketchup in it? Sure. You pay me to it. Fucking monsters. You paid me to it? Uh, I I would drink monster ketchup vodka, yes. Every time I (laughs) uh, uh, hang out with Mike, he's always so drunk that I have no choice but to... Do it. Go for it. Should we do it right now? Do it. I have no choice but to... Like, is this really the appropriate time, though? Like... (laughs) Hold on. Me, I'm hold ready on. to hype man you, but you keep not doing it. Let me reset. Uh, every time I go to hang out with Mike, he's so drunk on cocktails that I have no choice but to. <clears throat> Here we go. Ketchup! Ketchup! Woo. Woo. It was a lot of buildup. It was absolutely worth it. Thank you for that, Ryan. If there's um, buildup in your ketchup, you just got to shake it harder and hit that 57 with your the butt of your palm of your hand. You do have to admit that ketchup has way less... No, ketchup is the juiciest condiment, right? Like mustard doesn't have that little ketchup. Oh, that like fucking mustard disgusting water. fart juicy, yeah. water. No, yeah. mustard doesn't have that. Yeah, it's devastating. If you don't shake it at first, you're having a bad time. It's shake a- it, hit the fifty-seven. But you know what? What if you're the kind of person who doesn't love ketchup? You just love that first burst of morning ketchup. Oh, water. I have a great tip: swallow a shotgun. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, you've been they on the suicide date all night. Yeah, you know what? Uh, I saw a commercial. I don't remember the phone number, but it was a, a commercial for that, suicide. <laughs> if you're looking to kill yourself, Google what's that phone number? Mike forgot. Cassie, do you ever think? <laughs> do you ever think about saying as the host of the show? Uh, if this is your first episode of Superhero Show Show, it's also your last. That's no- <laughs> that's normally the spot where like Mike comes in. Normally, like our roles are reversed a little bit. I'm not going as hard as Mike, but you know, normally it's Mike's turn to come in here and be like, "Hey, this is could be somebody's first episode," and I'm like, "Oh yeah, you right, you right." I but just, welcome I, to it. I just had a five minute bit here written about ketchup water, <laughs> and <laughs> Mike. I feel like Mike is fucking Kurt Cobain to all of that away. <laughs> You mean my wife hired somebody from a worse band to kill me with ketchup water? See, like he is watch edgy. Kurt and Courtney, guys. He's so edgy right now. There's no. My mom rented it for me when Mike. I was in the fifth grade. We had is Dandy it? Mike, and now we got emo Mike. Oh, I thought you said we have to email Mike. Like <laughs> we got the only Mike. way to handle the this board. is to email Mike. <laughs> he won't respond will. to verbal messages, but he will read an email and be like, "Oh, I'm too much right now." The written word really gets to his soul. It's how you break through I do to him. Love. The written word. In the middle of some tangent about uh, X-Men or Superman and Lois, hear him get a ding and then stop <laughs> and read that email and then Not totally change his personality. And we just get a sincere five-minute apology from Mike. <laughs> Look, we've all made some jokes about suicide tonight. but No, this is... Stop. No this is not matter. funny. We have to put a thing at the beginning of the podcast about... Uh, like hotlines now. No, I already said there's a phone number. I forgot. Google it. I covered that. <laughs> Absolutely. Like a responsible adult here. He did exactly what he needed to do. By the way, uh, any time that Mike says suicide, he means when you put all sodas from the oh, fountain in the same give cup me and Coke. Drink them. Give me Diet Coke. Give me Code Red. Give me regular Mountain Dew. Give me that brisk tea, baby. Dang, what fountain drink he going to? It's a fancy one. Code Is Red's it- on tap? 
Cassie, Taco hold on. Bell. This is his only rap that he knows. So just <laughs> Thank let you. It go. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt your sick bars. <clears throat> As bro. I quote Carlton from The Fresh Prince. <laughs> All right, you guys, if you can't tell, we got a big episode. It's going to be a fun (laughs) one for you. Later up, we'll be talking about The Flash, Empower, Gotham Knights. But first, let's go to Superman and Lois. On season three, episode two of Superman and Lois, Lois finds out that she is not pregnant and instead has an aggressive form of cancer. Unaware of this diagnosis, Superman goes with Lois to question the judge who let Adam Man free Jordan and Jonathan go to a party, and Lana is investigating Mayor George's murder with Henry. Tastebuds, I ask you, do you think Lois's new diagnosis will bring this family closer or tear them apart? I I think it will bring them closer. The way both boys got up and hugged her at the end when they learned, and they very wisely, as most shows do, put the music louder than the dialogue so they don't Mm -hmm. have to write the crippling conversations that actually happen during these kinds of conversations. But Mike, would you want... To watch a scene where they de- deliver that devastating monologue on the no, CW. No, I love this show, and I don't want them to butcher that. I they mean, d- we like didn't. we never had to see her say to any family member the story because she the music covered up her delivery of the monologue to the boys, and then also <laughs> she told it to a person, uh, to the judge, to the judge who was about to kill herself. Knowing that Superman, her husband, was far enough away to hear it. God, what the fu- I thought the show was fun and shit. I know. Not anymore. We've lost it all. Even the scenes with Kyle, not no, as lighthearted. Sh- the scenes with Kyle were so pretty fun. Well, Kyle's just like, <laughs> he's just like, well, I work in the city now. Kyle out there just on the ground in his fireman uniform or paramedic. I'm unclear as to which one he is now. He's the chief of fire police. He's fucking chief. He's, they it, made him chief. They said Chief Kyle or whatever his last name is. But he also picks up the garbage. He's he's City Kyle. <laughs> he's City Kyle. He moves around the city. Ah, doing City all Kyle's the, here. What do you want? The fire's out. The police is here. <laughs> the trash is dumped. This is City Kyle. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. Chrissy is an attractive actress, cute lady who lives in Smallville. He's hitting on Chrissy now. What a step down. From Lana Lang. (laughs) It's now, like, at this point, I would have to assume, I don't know Kyle's whole history, but I feel like before Lana, he had probably went through all of the town. (laughs) So now, like, Kyle's slut. Cassie, let me tell you, he's got a dirty dick. (laughs) Oh, for sure. Kyle's got that dirty dick. He had- 100%. He fucked every girl in college when he was 42. So, uh, (laughs) he is disgusting. He's the worst. It literally, like on a like on a scene, still hitting with a girl. I'm like, God damn it! Kyle's always got a Kyle, don't he? But he's we, just got it. If we can move to my moment of the week, real quick. Uh, Kyle, oh, one line. Thank you, show. Thank you, episode. That was <laughs> awesome. Uh, yeah. If we can get back to the cancer thing, uh, do we? Whew, I did not expect this from Superman and Lois from a CW show. To like they they feel like that like this is it we're gonna we're gonna do this storyline are they if if any of our CW shows could could do it it's this one what I'm afraid of and not excited is the wrong word <laughs> yeah that'd be a weird word <laughs> when they find out that she has cancer because she got down with that cryptodick that's oh. what's really gonna break this whole thing wait open. are you predicting or we don't know that right. 
No, no, we don't know that. That is my prediction. But she got up with alien fucking cock. Because the the first sign was like, oh, you have twins. That's weird, right? Like you should not. Mm -hmm. Something alien happened if you have twins. You have two babies at the same time. That's probably crypto dick. Right. And then to find out that it also gave you cancer. Is this? Yes. Is this okay to make jokes about? I mean, I've had crypto dick and cancer, so I think it's fine. Yeah, but you had crypto dick (laughs) in the way that your dick, uh, you sold your dick for crypto. Yes. I no longer (laughs) own my dick. And that's better than the joke I want to make is like, so. Oh, he's still going to do it. Lois's life isn't (laughs) devastating. But my joke went a little something like this. She She got something better than being pregnant. She got cancer. (laughs) <laughs> he, he still did it. Yeah, that's. <laughs> he did it. I, like, we can cut that out later. Uh, <laughs> what I was gonna say is like, oh, somebody traded your bored monkey NFT for crypto dick. Let's just move on, Cassie. What's your next question? Isn't it fucked up that these kind of parents, uh, they're like on, they're not on spring break because the schools closed down because of something or other, but they're making their kids study all day anyway. Fuck you, Lois and Clark. It does seem pointless like they were straight up just like go to a diner and study and i was like for what bro like the world's dying like they're gonna pass their sats if they even get to them fuck it let them have a day cassie just learned about climate change (laughs) (laughs) it's devastating you guys the polar bears are suffering i don't know if you can't drink that (laughs) coca-cola and then also uh classic party rules fine if you're gonna go to this party that's fine but be home by dark and everyone knows that once the sun goes down, parties end. That's that's always when Kids parties are like, are the I'm worst. afraid. Yeah. <laughs> what if the werewolves scary. and the moon knights come out? Like that's that's <laughs> terrible. Uh, some pe- like people in the past would talk about how parties happen at night. No, that's that's not how no. it works. Daytime parties. That's how these rich kids do. Or this one rich kid. We- I can't tell if he's the only rich kid or if there's a rich part of town. Metropolis is rich, but isn't it weird that so we know that Smallville's high school is shut down for reasons, but so is Metropolis's for the same very specifically location based reasons. Why are Great they question. having daytime Tuesday parties? This, Great question. Does this remind you guys of the movie Scream, where they were all supposed to go home because there was a killer on the prowl, but what these kids did was throw a party instead? How dangerous is this? How dangerous are these children? Kids rule living life on the edge but did you see how good they are at beer pong inspiring truly i love sarah lang is such an interesting character i'm not going to drink but god damn it will i encourage everybody but my now declared best friend to drink as much as they can in the middle of the day can i say something real quick about her though um I haven't, like, uh, seen as much of the show as I should, but, like, of this foursome, I will say, which is Sarah, Lana's daughter, and then there's John's daughter. What's her name? I had it, and then you said John's daughter, and I was going to be like, his name is Jonathan. Let's say her name (laughs) is... Natalie. Her name is Natalie. (laughs) Natalie. And then there's uh, Jordan and Jonathan, right? Mm -hmm. Of Mm -hmm. the four, I can't think of a time where I watched a show, and this includes the uh, seminal primetime soap opera of the 2000s, the OC, where a foursome had such three duds and then Sarah. Yes, she is so much better than all of them. Sarah, Sarah deserves her own show. And these other three are like, uh, what'd you do? Oh, cool. We'll follow you. She, yeah. one, realistic. Two, I don't know if she's always been like that. I really think somebody went to acting this summer. 
uh, <laughs> and, and like really gained charisma. They all used to be on equaler footing. There is, I feel like, well, for us at least, this is the most time we got with Natalie. And I get, mm. this character is one who's like getting used to Earth again, essentially, or this yeah. Earth. She's basically like an avatar character, right? Like she's never yeah. hung out with teenagers. Her world was decimated. And now she's just like, here's how I will be with you people, I guess. Yeah. Which is like, I guess it, it's a hard role to play, but I didn't, I, I enjoyed her. I didn't, I was, I was down. She, I was having a good time she, watching her scenes. She was fine. And Jonathan Jordan are fine. It's just that um, I feel like the actress, Indy Neverett, who was playing Sarah, is making decisions and is like mm-hmm. doing stuff. And like, she is, as an actress or a character, but I sort of feel like an actress is changing the course of the screenplay because of how she is being. Yes. You know, and if we're going if we're supposed to, and I think that we are, treat both of these storylines equally as far as the adults doing superhero stuff and the kids mm-hmm. doing high school stuff. We're supposed to treat these equally. Then we have to have like who is in charge here, who is like changing the course of these storylines. And it's only Sarah and the rest are like oh, isn't Sarah crazy? <laughs> but, but and she's she? not crazy. But she is. No, but she no. is, and she's amazing. It's just that, like, we can get more from the others than just Sarah. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, but I do love a showcasing a straight. She's not straight edge, right? She's probably drinking before, but she won't today. But like a straight edge kid going ham and being a goofball at a party, I feel like you don't see in a lot of places. This show rules. She's also. Uh, I don't know if this changes anything, but. Um, Mike, you are six foot four. Yes. I'm six foot six. Cassie, you're a tiny little six foot two. She is five feet tall. Does that uh-huh. help? I teeny just, tiny. Yeah. Always. It's like the fact that you could put your hand out and her forehead would go right in your palm and she would charge towards you. Uh <laughs> I don't know. It just something special about it. <laughs> I think there's um go for it, sorry. I, I just think she's the best part of the show. Besides, like uh, the kid side of it, no, or uh, the whole show. Yeah, I kind like based on this Dang. one episode. Yes, the best part of the show. That's crazy. Processing, but do you <laughs> think like did they, um did these kids get like enough shenanigans, enough tricks out there to make up for? They both got devastating. Like all of them got devastating news when they came home. They all got word of death, essentially, when they came back. Like, I felt like the day didn't get enough highlights for them to have such a shitty ending of a day. Maybe, I guess I get why Sarah and Jordan aren't drinking, but maybe Natalie and Jonathan could get schlossy. Like, Mm. all four of them decided to not drink this day in this weird Tuesday all-day party? Come on, like... On National Cocktail Day, how dare they? On National Cocktail Day, no less, it felt like one of them at least, it, it, it feels like a production company or network on high said, well, none of our heroes could drink anything on Rage. Wait, so Jordan and Sarah are together or were together? They were together, and now they shook hands, declared best friends, as you and I did long ago, Ryan. <laughs> so their nickname could be Sarah Jordan? Sarah Jordan, bro. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Put Absolutely. that on. So they should Shoot. probably get back together. No, ultimately, it felt like eye rolls in, like to the point where like they, the, sh- the episode really doesn't care. To the point where it was like, what was the one thing that happened in this thing? Jordan went back and froze the car. Mm-hmm. And we don't see yeah, it. Yeah, that was... 
But that you, was like their moment of like, look at how great this day was. What? Like they all I, get to laugh about that. And, yeah, so it's way like, more it's is Natalie notes. talking to that guy. I thought that was adorable. That felt so yeah. real and teenaged. Yeah, yeah, that was. If him being like, I saw you once on the one day you went to my high school. I have not stopped thinking about you. That's fifteen year old shit for real. Which is, yeah, you don't say that out loud. You keep that <laughs> yeah, inside, bro. But just <laughs> also, Natalie, like, uh, uh, watching her friend go to the guy and be like, "Hey," mm. and just like her, like paying attention but not paying attention. That that stuff was all fine. Do you um? We do have a lot of like Lana and Henry working together on this other mission that they're on. Oh, how Cassie, do you guys feel about? Do you mean besides the, besides the teenagers? Who do I actually think is going to fucking fuck? Yeah, can we fuck. talk about this for a second? <laughs> they're absolutely going to. Look, they have I can't to just fuck Clear, my dead right? wife from my universe because she's <laughs> with Superman, the guy who killed her in my universe. And knowing what I know about Kyle, that his ex-wife is about to fuck somebody like John Henry Irons, I feel mm-hmm. like he's gonna have a problem with this. He's going to flip out. He won't say my issue is because of the melanin, but that will be all of the subjects. No, 100% of it. <laughs> He'll be like, look, I'm going to take a fucking guitar out to the backyard, and I'm going to make some burgers, and I'm going to scream because I'm racist. For no reason at all, am I going to sing scream every Leonard Skinner song I know? <laughs> I just fuck Kyle, man. This is the this is the connection though. Is like they're so uh, adult and talented, you know. Like they're so mm. good at their jobs that like these th- actors. Th- uh, no, these characters are clearly oh. going to screw. They're going to be like, "Look at you, look at me, look at your competence. What are you hot? What am I hot? Let's screw." <laughs> this is going to happen. Like, am His I wrong here? Doesn't only fight. no. It's absolutely going to happen. It has to. But do you guys with the they were hunting down Omnimit Onomatopoeia. I was gonna say, is this Onomatopoeia? But it looks like Cassie looks stuff up, so it is. I Onomatopoeia is a bad guy who has a special place in my heart who I was searching my brain. I was like, I know Kevin Smith, the director, invented this character. Is it from Green Arrow Quiver? Uh, or is it from Batman? And I'm ninety nine percent sure it's from his Batman run. Uh, oh, wait, so you looked a bunch of stuff up, but not the answer to this one question. Ryan, I looked fucking nothing up. <laughs> this is he, all from my brain. He knows this all. Uh, this one character looked cool in the comics, too. At this point in time, I 2003 or 2004, came out, so I loved Kevin Smith. Uh, Onomatopoeia was never like Deadpoolian. I'm in a comic book, but says everything they do, and is just like, bang, and then shoots guns that don't make any sound. They say, they, they do all the bamfing throughout their mouth. Uh, That's pretty rad. It's pretty rad. I Would thought... you be excited if they join the big bad of the season? Like, it seems like there's almost going to be a couple of things looming over mm. this town. Well, yeah, I mean, like, that's, a, that's the kind of thing that I love about Superman, is that, the, like, there's a street guy, right. right? Like, there's somebody who's running, like, the gangs of, like, and that's uh, ugly, right? His name is ugly. Or Mannheim. And then, Bruno Mannheim? Mannheim, yeah. Yeah, his nickname is Ugly. <laughs> Bruno <laughs> quotes Ugly quotes Mannheim, who is... Uh, Chad not, L. Coleman. Chad from L. The Coleman. From The Wire. From The Wire and Let's Not Talk About The Walking Dead. Who should be called the Mannheim Steamroller. Uh, and then there's Onomatopoeia, who uh, I guess is the fantasy villain... Uh, uh-huh. But mm-hmm. before I knew who they were, it I just called them Black Pussy Face. Like it just, 
It's just a big <laughs> fucking thing I I want to stick a giant wiener into their face. Like, did you see their face? I'd kiss a rose on that grave. <laughs> Mike, would you kiss this grave rose? I'd kiss that grave rose. Mike, honestly, honestly. I could eat, honestly, I could eat no, hold on. on hold on. Face for hours. We, you have a penchant for old ladies, and we call... <laughs> We call what they have downstairs grave roses. Are you going to kiss that grave rose? Yes. I could eat that grave this rose. Is, for this hours. is a person walking around with a dark, decrepit. Give me that Miss Havisham puss. Okay. This is. This is. A, My greatest her, of expectations are what's going downstairs. Her face is a Havishammy for sure. And that is a sandwich that you could eat at Denny's. And if you made that sandwich at Denny's, yeah. that's Arby's what Onomatopoeia's face looks like. It looks like a version of a pussy mixed with a Denny's sandwich. I've never seen a more clear sign to end a segment as this. <laughs> we don't want to talk about Bruno Ugly Manfield. No, we should talk about Chad L. Coleman. No, nope, we don't have time. Cassie's we the simply host. don't have time. But no, that's that's a black. <laughs> that's a. You saw that, right? We had a moment of the week. <laughs> mine definitely isn't this time with you guys, but Mike, what is your moment of the week? Uh, mine is your face of wanting to host, but being too bright red and embarrassed to be able to <laughs> stop what was just going on. But if it was from the actual show, I do think it was Coleman's line to Superman. The whole time you've been on this planet, you haven't changed a damn thing. And we, we compare a lot of shows to The Wire, right? whether they should be or not, and he was on The Wire. Every Chad season Coleman of The Wire... Was, not Tyler Chad Alma Coleman. Not Superman. Uh, but every season of The Wire ends with a montage showing how nothing the cops do matters and everything. It's whack-a-mole. The faces are different, but everything's going the same. And Chad Coleman as Mansfield is saying that to Superman. And that whole moment and Clark's flash across his face, but like, but I've saved people... And Mansfield being like, but not doesn't here. matter and not here. Uh, all of that hit. And I, I'm i consistently impressed by this show to be able to be like real world bitches deal with it. <laughs> it was such a real point. And then you said real world bitches and <laughs> brought it home like a champ. <laughs> Shout out to you, Mike. <laughs> um, Ryan, what's your moment of the week? Uh, yeah, it's the same thing is that like uh, him saying like, but like not like every time you save the world we're all watching and we're all waiting for like this part of metropolis like he'll go save a different part of the world before superman will save this neighborhood Slums. of metropolis mm-hmm. and so yeah it, it it's essentially the same as mike's of like where are you at bro just uh mine is also just as equally powerful of a moment um <laughs> mine was when um <laughs> Lana's daughter threw that uh, that beer on the kid because I've always wanted to do it. Seems fun. Moment of the week. Wait, to throw a beer on a kid? Cassie, you are friends with two people who will instantly forget that you threw beer on them because of how much drunk they Fuck, are. You're you can so do that right. anytime you're with us. So excited. Next Things century of the year. But, <laughs> Cassie, will. expect to be screamed at because oh, we'll you don't you protect me and Mike's neighborhoods like you do the rest of the neighborhoods. <laughs> well, and it's then only I'll a scream. fair trade off. Real world, bitches. <laughs> Mike's new catchphrase. All right, you guys, that's it for Superman and Lois. It's Tuesdays on the CW. Let's talk about a website now because, Ryan, I know you've got a big idea. 
Tell us, pitch us your website. Yeah, we're doing a, a new thing where we are uh, packing drones with mayonnaise and we are sending them <laughs> out ab- ab- above the towns. Mm-hmm. And then we're dropping mayonnaise uh, on the towns. And it looks like bird poop. But it's not. It's mayonnaise. So it is coming out in like little dollops. Well, the, the, it's not the, little dollops. The robots look exactly like birds. And they're, okay. the robots' buttholes open up. And it shots of hot mayonnaise as fast as they can rocket them down to the, the, the earth. Technology-wise, how are they keeping that mayonnaise hot? Oh, there's a thing in their butt. There's a microwave in their butt where they just heat cool. it like crazy. This sounds great. Now, people could hire this service or they just do this and this is tracking these robot birds. Uh, everyone's always like, I want cold mayonnaise. You know, and we're like, no, 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 bud, you want hot mayonnaise. No, what we have the technology to do is to be like, hey, what are you about to make tuna? And then we have a fucking robot to shoot that fucking mayonnaise right in your fucking bowl. And so you don't even have to like go to the fridge. You just get like a little fucking of mayonnaise right in your bowl from one of our flying birds. This is so important. It's it needs to be out in the world 100%. Hey Cassie, before I came along, you lived your life without any mayonnaise being sprayed upon you. I know. I was eating tuna sandwiches with no mayonnaise every day and I was like, <laughs> what's the point? And <laughs> Why the only thing grosser than mayonnaise is dry tuna sandwiches. <laughs> and it wasn't until I came along and I was like, we're going to shoot mayonnaise on the world. We're going to fucking we're going to turn the world on its back and fucking Mayonnaise all over it. <laughs> Great. I'm scared to ask, but what's the um what's the URL for this bad boy? It's uh dipshitpoopoo.com. Great. <laughs> Love that. Everybody type that in right now. You're gonna see how good it looks because Ryan, I'm sending you over to my friend cybersprout.net. You wanna know why I'm sending you to him? Uh, Don't worry, I'll tell you. That's because they offer premium hosting that's specifically built for WordPress. They handle security, maintenance, backups, feed optimizations. They'll even migrate your website for free. They work hand-in-hand with you and focus on collaboration. Also, they love mayonnaise. CyrusBrot.net, your partner for a digital world. Coming up next, the pull list. We are back for the pull list where we talk about all the other shows we watched this week. First show starting it off is The Flash. This week on The Flash, Becky Sharp is back. But her good luck isn't. When she's framed for murdering her fiancé, Cecile is her attorney, and she's breaking her daughter's heart daily. Meanwhile, Chillblain and Chester are trying to discover Keon's meat power. Taste buds, I ask you this. At this point, are you happy or mad that Barry and Iris are barely in this episode? Look, I love Barry and Iris, and they are inarguably... The best actors on the show and best part of the show. But the inventive things the show has to do when they're like, they're just not going to be here, guys. Uh, it did let everybody kind of grow and act like human beings instead of caricatures of characters. Ooh, that sounds good. And I, I liked that. Uh, most of it was Cecile and Allegra running around with Becky Sharp. Becky Sharp has a soft spot in my heart. Uh, I think she's a delightful goofball of a character. Uh, her she normally she used to eight years ago because everybody who used to be on the flash is coming back yet again her meta power is she has good luck in a way that everybody else has bad luck and that's working until it isn't and now she has bad luck and everybody around her has worse luck 
<laughs> and that's so unfortunate. To the point, you have to admit though that like having a, a good like character is like the worst thing for writers. Yes, like, if you have that, mm-hmm. like you have to constantly think of how they're going to have good luck, and also that uncreates drama. It well, when they're a villain, there's drama, but she was formed, so that uncreates drama. But now, because her luck reversed, uh, cars are just flinging mud on her. Uh, she, she like every bad like rom com trope happens to her, and she's like, "This is my life now." Her fiance chokes on wedding cake while they're trying it, and then after she Heimlich's him, she starts choking on her by the wedding cake. It was very goofy <laughs> and very fun. Uh, so what is I, she in my life? <laughs> yes she's like living ryan's <laughs> life um and then anybody who's around who's a meta their powers start reversing so when two guys with guns try to kidnap becky and cecile is there who can do telekinesis cecile throws a fire extinguisher at them with her mind and then it just flies back at her face <laughs> Like a boomerang. <laughs> it's a boomerang, and she's like, oh, no, and then explodes. Uh, I don't know. This is one of those moments of the flash where I'm like, I know you're normally bad, but this is really getting me, and I'm enjoying this. <laughs> don't you fucking do this to me. Don't fight it, baby. Just, just, just yeah, accept it. Let but it happen. F- thankfully, moments like uh, Chill Blaine, who is now good, because Keon kissed him, Sleeping Beauty style, uh, and brought him back to life. Uh it's like, well, let's figure out what Keon's meta power might be. Even though he's like, wait, she knew Iris was pregnant before anybody, and she knows there's going to be an early spring. What could her power be? It's clearly some sort of mental connection to new life, but he's like, we should try every pyrokinesis, chirokinesis, uh, and they have a dummy set up. And he's like, Chester, do you want to help me? And Chester had plans to fuck Allegra down. Good. Uh, and he walks away from Allegra and he goes, Absu, definitely. That's not clever. No. You're just saying half of one word in another word. And I went, don't fall for the Flash's bullshit, Mike. There's always a Chester <laughs> P. Rung to let you down. I do like that there's just enough of it to kind of like keep you in it. That we can get you every once in a while. Look, back Cassie, I've been in an emotionally abusive relationship before. That's what that's like. It's like what they do <laughs> hug you sometimes and tell you you're handsome. Yeah. Christ, man. Mike's. Should I not bring real life stuff into this? (laughs) Mike, let's see your moment of the week. Uh, They're trying to figure out Keon's powers, and there's the dummy, and and she does the Tobey Maguire when he's like, Go, Web, go. From the first Spider Man, when he's trying to figure it out, she goes, Ice Blast, activate. Go, Ice, go. She says, Go, Ice, go. And everybody knows my soft spot for Danielle Panabaker. Uh, her being a goofball and trying to learn what her powers could be by just saying stuff while waving her hands. Delightful. If you want to see that delightful moment, The Flash is Wednesdays on The CW. Our next show is Empower. On the third episode of Empower, the SpawnCon series takes a look at Elizabeth Olsen and the Scarlet Witch. Taste buds, I ask you this. She's dreamy. Yep. Who is she? Elizabeth Scarlet Witch, Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I'm sorry. I listened to what Ryan had to say right there, Cassie. <laughs> sorry, I was getting a message from the board. Uh, this episode uh, was Empower's fine. on. Oh, go ahead. No, it was fine. Uh, it was a lot of Catherine Hahn, which I enjoyed. 
Uh, everybody decided to dress in red. That was a lot of fun. I don't get why the show is a show. <laughs> I mean, That's... yeah, it's it's just more content to promote their content. It's 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 con 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 con, and to promote promote that they do like women. So in case you guys are wondering, look, they're down. Don't look at the movies we make because they won't let you know we like women. Look at this little documentary like, series. There was a moment <laughs> in um, uh, Endgame when all the women came together to do something. So that sort of proved that they all like women. That. Let's go, Woo. women. Woo. Give it up for Disney. It's on Disney+. Plus. You can watch it whenever you want. Our next show is Gotham Knights. On the second episode of Gotham Knights, the teens are on the run and they decide to go back to the scene of the crime to get Batman's super secret for his eye only diaries because they believe they will be something there will be something in them to clear their names. While Turner is committing this devastating crime against privacy, Harvey is starting to believe that he may be innocent. Taste but they ask you, what juicy little secret do you think is in those journals? I like feet. Uh, Batman jerks off to uh foot porn. It's feet. It's, foot porn. it's always yeah. feet. <laughs> <laughs> if there's one dude living in a cave that it, what he's into, feet. feet. Obviously, it's gonna be feet. Uh, what if it, what if it was Bruce feet. Wayne? Uh, he just in his journal, he's like, "I love X Men: The Animated Series," <laughs> <laughs> and I wish there was a podcast for it. That would be your journal. And you know what, Ryan? To that, I would say there is a podcast. It's ours. That's coming up next. But before that, Gotham Knights Tuesdays on the CW. Now it's time for X Taz. Let's go. Welcome to Eggs Tasmania, bitch, a mini-show within a show where we take an in-depth, episode-by-episode look at Fox's seminal an underrated early morning soap opera from the mid-90s X-Men, the animated series. This week we watched Stormfront Part 1, and you guys, we're dealing with a storm. Right out the gate, it's storm time. Right out the gate, right out the fucking airplane door. Yeah, there's an intense storm happening, and the X-Men are trying to fly around in that, and it's not going well, and Storm is feeling the pain of the storm. Okay, but typically in like the pop filter plane that we uh, constantly that we travel all fly on, on. Mm-hmm. I'm like, hey, Cassie, hey, Mike, hey, Caitlin, um, could we just not rip a door open during the middle of this storm that we're flying through? And I pilot the plane. I like, I'm like, I'm a pretty good pilot. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll take this time to <laughs> brag. I know how to push the little buttons on the keyboard You're to be like, a beep, regular beep, Harrison beep, Ford. Uh, fly forward plane. Um, just don't rip open the door, no matter what. Uh, what I like is uh, Jubilee is going to puke. We're getting cuts between the X-Men and then weather reports and TVs, and it's just bad weather, and then there's a random fucking skinhead who's like, it's those freaky mutants, man. <laughs> For no reason. <laughs> they decided this dude needed a I'm cameo gonna, real quick. I'm going to start screaming that every time there's a storm. And Mike is always thinking, when are skinheads going to be the hero? Of the thing, you I know? thought. Like, this why would are they be always the, the villains? He's been waiting. I watched Green Room, expecting <laughs> Patrick Stewart's team to win, and sure. I was very let down. <laughs> when Patrick Stewart gets cast in a movie like Green Room, he's like, "Oh, what's the so hero?" So I guess I'll be a skinhead then. <laughs> I I guess I'll go over here to the skinhead side of the dodgeball team. Besides that moment in X-Men, we do have the storm going on. Um, storm determines it's not a natural one. Um, so she tries to go see what's going on. And that's but before that, I'm so sorry, Cassie. But like uh-huh. before that, Storm goes off on a fucking freestyle rap of like, 
Lightning outside. Plane scary. What are we gonna do? Clouds are nervous. The tummy, tummy, tummy is sick. What, like she goes on and, for a riddle, and sh- all of the X Men just sit there watching her uh, jaws of slack. The, and after she's done, they Jubilee just says, they start snapping because her poetry is so good. Jubilee, who said she was going to puke uh, after Storm goes off on her diatribe, just says, "You're okay. It's just bumpy." Fuck you, man. You were just about to puke. And then she's like, wait, let me help. Psych, land the plane. Oh, nobody had thought of that, Jubilee. Thank you Which so much. Which is so weird because she's like, psych, land the plane. And like, it's like, do you mean Cyclops should land the plane or are you like, land psych, the plane. psych, land the plane? Also, uh, she has, just like a 15-year-old, never called him psych before, but in this episode, 35 times. <laughs> Calls him psych. So like, psych. Psych over there. Nickname. Psych over here. <laughs> She got so excited to be a part of the team. They didn't even leave her behind on this one. She was on it. She's like, everyone's getting a fucking nickname. That should have been a line from the episode of, you guys didn't even leave me behind. <laughs> Jubilee's in it. They do crash land this plane. Storm do you believe she- I'm on this mission? <laughs> Sorry. It's her new catchphrase. Um, and while Storm is out there doing her thing, we get a little flash of like some knockoff purple Thor looking guy who's like, Stock and Storm. Turns out he's the one who has um, made this little storm happen, what? essentially. Yeah. And it was also he could get Storm and take her back to his home planet. He straight up kidnaps Storm. Because well, he knew that Storm existed? I think so. He had like mojo television powers, knew Storm existed. Uh, I love your X Men references. She flies up. It's the only kind I got. They're in DC. She flies up and lands on the Washington Monument, continues her freestyle poetry slam, (laughs) and then gets struck by lightning. And Joe Lob Storm, and I'm here to say lightning can't hurt me any day. Oh, no. And then falls off, and the weird Thor Roman knockoff catches her. And he's like, You're safe now. Hello, baby. So that. Weird thing that uh, this knockoff Conan had was a recreation of the Washington Monument to attract Storm to it. No, that was the Washington Monument. He just knew. He posted up by it. He was like, "This looks good. It's tall. She'll, She'll stand on that." Storm likes right. a big. It worked. Um, so while this is going on, the X Men are kind of stranded, um, except for that they bully. Um, a gay-coded businessman to take over his car, and they're just like, drive me to Storm. I absolutely got to go find her. But at this point, she's already through like this little well, teleportation, little hole, wormhole thingy. So wait, Storm has said, he's like, come with me. She says, no. So he picks her up and runs through the portal. <laughs> and as he's saying, don't make me beg. I need you. As if she has a choice at this point. Bro, you're not begging. You're grabbing her and kidnapping her. Yeah, it's straight up a kidnap. And the most like, like there was one word said and he was like, well, all right. It doesn't sound like she's down. Picks her up, takes her. Um, but well, Storm classic, leaves- And classic uh, X-Men thing, like going back to the car thing, in uh, classic X-Men ways, uh, Jubilee says, hey, we need your car. And he's like, no. This is what we're talking about? Yes. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Wolverine comes up and says like, hey, buddy, yep. we need your car. He's like, oh, shit. I was- Why not just like, Push him out on a. I, I would just like say like, hey bud, your adventure is over with this car. Why don't you step no, out? Here? He makes them drive them. But <laughs> two X Men get in the front seat of the the driver's <laughs> so seat and the, the passenger middle. seat. 
put him in the middle, and he's just the whole time being like, rattle down. What? Uh, and then when they they drive, they they find a little gold ball that fell off. Storm throws her X Men communicator, and a little gold ball like uh, Conan guy threw off. Wolverine says, "Either someone likes to play the back nine at night, or this has something to do with Storm." <laughs> I thought play the back nine meant Fucking- anal sex. <laughs> so I don't know what this glowing gold it's ball golf. has to do with that. It's golf. Mike. Oh. Jesus. <laughs> Although most of golf has to do with anal, anal sex, sex, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, but what it looked like to me was like a glowing, if you want to take it back to this time, a glowing Noxzema pad. You guys remember <laughs> that? Of like, yes. oh, I'm in the 90s and I don't want zits anymore. I will rub this alco- the, like this severe alcohol on It will get skin. rid of your zits. It will also make your skin flaky as fuck. It will also give you more zits, different no, zits. You're wrong there. Noxzema is all about different zits. <laughs> Noxzema, different zits for your face. <laughs> it does also open up a portal to this dude's hometown. Or home. After Wolverine like punches it, when they're at the mansion, they're like, what does it do? And they can't figure it out, so he punches the ball and opens a portal. Save it, Wolverine coming through. His something. moment of rage. <laughs> came through for him. That makes it where they can catch up with Storm, who has at that point like settled the storm, kind of working on settling the storm. Uh this dude is like, you gotta you're the only one who can fix this. I know you can do it. Uh please save my land. He's saying please save my land and she like does her like winds and sand, please. All the other mutants just use their fucking powers. Nobody has to do this shit but Storm. <laughs> she also and- calls out uh winds of Sahara. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And I was hoping it didn't happen, but I was hoping. What if she called out Winds of Santa Anta? Like what if she we heard about the, the Santa, Santa Anta winds? winds. Make things we Which is something that Rachel Bloom did. Is that her name? Mm. What's her name? Yes. Yeah. Rachel Bloom plays Rebecca Bunch. Re- and I was singing the song. Rachel Santa Bloom as Rebecca we- Bunch. Sang a song about the Santa Anta winds. They're famous storm. Why don't They're you ever use storm. our winds? Call upon them. They'll help and you. Even, even the Santa Anna winds. An and essay like, from a, slouching. A piece of paper gently brushes against his face. <laughs> An essay from slouching towards Bethlehem, one of the best uh, essay collections ever, talks about how Santa Anna winds make people murder each other. Everybody knows about the fucking Santa Anna winds. Everybody. Is that everybody does? Everybody? Yeah, that's Joan Didion wrote that. Everybody knows Joan Didion. We, Isn't Joe Didion the person does. who called out Steven Spielberg for uh, <laughs> hunting dinosaurs? No, I think who's that absurd person on Twitter? Is that uh, it's Joe Joyce Carol Oates? Oh, okay. Joyce Carol Oates rules, maybe purposely, maybe not, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, back on X Men, we do have um, yes. <laughs> the the team has come through. They immediately get attacked by like the villagers as soon as they come on there. They're like, "You've caused these storms," which have been going on for God for knows years. how long. And like, then one little guy is like, "Maybe they can help us." And <laughs> oh. the guy, they're all dying. He's like, "How dare you speak? Get back to work!" And like punches him in the throat. There is a daring, brave slave who comes out and says, "Like maybe these people could help us," and they're like. Fuck you for ever saying that, you piece of shit. And they murder him as hard as they can. And I feel like that's America today. USA. (laughs) They murder him. They take the X-Men, put him in jail. Uh, They then have to fight their way out of jail. And the jail ends up being just in the building that Storm was. 
and and this is after Archon has ignored Storm's like, hey, I'm feeling your planet. It's that tower. And he yeah. screams at her. He's like, that's saving us. Use your powers. Ignore that tower. <laughs> Don't fucking talk about my tower. You're <laughs> my like, Tina. I'm your Ike. He's like, I love this no. tower. It Eat means a lot to me. <laughs> Work around it. You're powerful. Like straight up, he was like, you're powerful enough. Just deal with it. I love this tower. You love me. <laughs> Period. <laughs> and then before they get kidnapped, uh, like, so they fight off the mob. Uh, they're like, how can we figure out where this guy lives? And Jubilee's like, I don't know. The <laughs> biggest fucking palace in this area. And Beast has to condescend. He goes, unscientific, but persuasive. And then they're jailed and get brought up there. <laughs> Jubilee, star of this one, man. Oh, uh, uh, no. Absolutely not. <laughs> what? We'll see. We'll see about that later. Um, but they do all, they get to break free. They get to watch um, Storm and this dude have a weird, some weird moments together. <laughs> He's putting on the moves in a weird way, and Storm is kind of into it, and they're just watching it happen. Um, Storm does take, like, settle this terrible storm that's happening there, um, and they throw, like, a little ceremony for her. And um, he's like, do you get this on your home planet? This is what I can offer you. Also, would you like to be my empress? Insane. Truly wild. I mean, I, I, I do get that Like everywhere Storm goes, she's like, uh, do you want to be queen? And she's sure. like, I mean, like I could. I don't want to. But like that that's just sort of how Storm rolls. But uh, at a certain point, we have to like leave. We have to fix the situation we're in and then go to a new situation. And this is the one time where she was like, I absolutely would like to be queen. And the rest of the team is like, do we? You know what? Yes. That's, that, that sounds fucking hot. I this would do that. rad. And at this point, like, the team is kind of like, do we break this up? We kind of need her. And this is where Jubilee's the homegirl. Jubilee's like, nah, she needs this. Let her have this. Let her get that dick down. <laughs> yeah. And Storm says yes. And I like that's where this episode ends, because it's a part one. So we got to get that drama. One. Um. <sighs> I first of all, this episode was 19 minutes. Yes, I feel like we could have solved it with an extra five minutes TV show. But absolutely, that, you know what? That's fine. <laughs> we will talk about it next. That's week. what you think now before watching next week. Wait till sure. you see what happens. And we are going to do a 43 minute segment on an 18 minute episode. <laughs> <laughs> that tower. There's going to be something with that tower, Ryan. I hope you're fucking ready for it, that bro. That tower is coming. No, but back. like uh, that tower ain't got no ring. Now Storm does, and so now we're about to get married. That ring and that D, and that is the episode. (laughs) So let's go to these awards that we give away. First one is most 90s thing. Ryan, what do you got? I have to, Cassie. I'm sorry. I have to give it to uh, all airplanes have keyboards with random buttons, and you just hit them, and you just hope that you have the the right code of like, hey, uh, can this airplane do a loop-de-loop and then turn invisible and then turn into a roller coaster and then turn into an ice cream cone? Of course it can. And then hit the fucking <laughs> red <laughs> buttons as fast as you can. It's scientific. It's even in Top Gun. It's proven. It's Mike, even in Top Gun. What's your most 90s thing? Um, in between the crazy mob who blames them for no reason and getting out of jail, there are just flying robots with claws. Look, Wolverine is Not why this legs. happens. Not no legs. But they had claws because Wolverine has claws. It's why we got uh, Darkhawk. It's everybody had claws. Uh, is it Vega from Street Fighter 2? Everybody Dang. had claws because Wolverine had claws. Super nice. He's 90s. pulling his receipts. He knows. 
Um, I can't argue with you now because you listed at least two people that have claws, so it's scientific. But also, hear me out on this one, most 90s thing. Um, that fucking gay businessman who got excited, who wasn't down to give away his car until he saw two bears enter his car, and he was like, yes, absolutely. <laughs> Both of you, stop it. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ryan, that is proof. It's true. Read the subtext on that one. That one was absolutely legit. But Mike cited it, so I'll give him the point for that one. Um, our next one is best gasp line. Mike, what do you got for it? Storm is like, no, we just met each other. I couldn't marry you. And he goes, are you sure? And she goes, mm, well. I accept. <laughs> what? <laughs> you it's- have not liked this guy and he mostly sucks. What the <laughs> fuck? And new listeners should know that we absolutely love, love Storm. Like we uh, worship at the altar of Storm. So this just is like a lot of weird. people in the show do. <laughs> yeah. And she deserves to be queen. Uh, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, there's a, there's a point where the X Men are imprisoned, and Wolverine's like, you know what we should do? You're a traitor, and then starts attacking Cyclops, and then the wall is gone, and then they bust out of jail, and I feel like a scene was cut. <laughs> I didn't know what happened, but I guess because Any- I didn't know what the fuck was going on. That's. Anytime we're stuck emotionally or physically, Ryan, that's why I scream, you're a traitor, and jump at you, because I assume a wall will crumble. Start throwing claws, Mike? Why are you always throwing claws? 90s, bitch. (laughs) He was raised by X-Men. For best cast line, I do have when Storm agrees to be the Empress, because I never would have expected it. It's absolutely the gas moment. So, Mike, another point for you. That's crazy. Is it, though? Our next one is best use of power. Ryan, what do you got? Yeah, uh, uh, Cassie, this is one I'm going to lose, even though I'm going to pick the same thing that you two have picked for the last two turns. I'm going to pick the power of love because Storm fell in love and got married to, or got engaged to that guy as soon as fucking possible. <laughs> and that's she Meg Ryan. That's the ultimate powers. Like, what are you? What are you? What am I? The fucking goddess of weather? What are you? A fucking Conan, but like Conan planet. Conan. I fucking love you, man. Hey, Conanti. And it's because of the power of love. Power of love is pretty powerful. Mike, what do you got? Uh, Wolverine gets mad, punches a thing, and then it opens a portal to another world. The power (laughs) of anger. Everybody embrace your power of anger. Start throwing things. See what happens. Uh, My stepdad was like, this remote doesn't work. Threw it across the room. (laughs) I got up and changed the channel for him. Uh, The power of anger. Power. Hey, listeners, anytime a uh, Mike story starts with, my stepdad was like this, you buckle in and you pay attention. I don't know where this story might go, but it is heartbreakingly real. <laughs> it's when Mike is his true self. Uh, for best use of power, I do have the power of a six-pack and luxurious hair where you can kidnap somebody and they'll agree to marry you and bone down. Conan. So, uh, Conan. Um, <laughs> that's essentially love. So I'll give that to you, Ryan. You will take that point, even though Mike Rage solid one. <laughs> uh, LVP, Mike. What do you got? Uh, Beast only negs people in this episode. Even when they're right, he has to be like, "I agree," but here's where an idiot for me agreeing with you. <laughs> Fuck <laughs> Hank McCoy, man. If Beast only negs, then you would call him a absolute dickhead. Yeah, he absolutely is. Ryan, what do you got for LVP? 
Uh, it's Jubilee. Uh, Storm fly, flies out of the plane to go to handle the weather, and she's like, oh, Storm, don't do that. I will help you. And then just falls out of the plane. What are you going to do? <laughs> put, put yourself back in the plane with fucking firework water balloons, you fucking moron? Absolutely not. Jubilee is the MB, uh, LVP. Um, I think you were right that second time because that's insane. LVP is obviously Cyclops. What did he do this episode? Where was he genuinely? Uh, he, he wasn't as bad as Beast. He definitely dodged shots of lasers by one negative one second. He got hit by every laser <laughs> yeah, that was aimed at him. <laughs> um, every I, single time somebody was like, "I'm going to shoot you, Cyclops," they did. He they went, fucking what? hit him. And then got <laughs> I'm going to give that point to me, though, because Cyclops, obviously, the LVP, 100%. MVP, Ryan, what do you got? Uh, uh, is it Alcorn? A- Archon. 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 Um, just, like, looked Aurora Monroe in the eyes and said, what are you, my queen? <laughs> like... <laughs> What are you, my fucking... Try my, that move the next time at the bar. <laughs> my queen? The the reason that my heart beats, please, I know that my muscles are big, and I know that my cape is long, but you are everything. It's Alcorn. What's his name? Archon. It's Archon. <laughs> Who's Mr. Acorn? acorn. <laughs> Himself. Uh, when that acorn <laughs> looked at Storm and said, hey, I'm an acorn, that's that's the MVP. Again, love. Uh, Mike, what do you got for MVP? I'm so glad that what I wrote down seems to be going with the way the wind is. It's Jubilee for the first time possibly ever. (laughs) Sure, does she say stupid stuff like, I can help. Hey, Cyclops, land the plane. It's stormy out. But she also consistently blasts people in the face after she falls out of the plane. Blasts people in the face. Points out where the palace is. She solves all the stuff, man. She crushes this. Mike, you're absolutely right. Not only does she crush everything, she absolutely is the best wing woman, too, because she makes sure Storm can get it. Mm -hmm. So that point is going to Mike, which means our final tally, Ryan, me and you, we tied with one. Mike came in on the top of his game right now. He's got three whole points. Storm part one goes to Mike. He's doing a little victory dance. He's feeling it. But guys, that's the end of the show. And um, on this high note, I just got to kick you guys out of here. I got to kick you out of the studio. What a high note. (laughs) Thank you for this great episode. Um, Go ahead and start walking out. And um, Mike, as you leave, I do have a person to bring on to talk about websites. And that is Howdy Beans Use Donut Salesman. Wait, before I leave, uh, I know I'm not going to be able to talk to them. What was their name? Howdy Beans, and he's a used donut salesman. Hey, y'all, I know what you're thinking. It's like, man, I just want those fresh donuts, but no, you got to get that flavor to soak in, and not just the flavor halfway through the day. You got to get that donut. Like, mmm, somebody's saliva made this more edible. <laughs> mm. This is a used donut, and it's the, what you want to use for your mouth booze. That's what I call a mouth, all right? So you want a used donut? I got sprinkles. I got rainbow sprinkles. I got bear claws ripped up by a bear. I got anything you want. 
I got the full digestive circuit of you one. That's a little creepy and under the table, but I can do it. If you want a poop donut, I got that for you too, my friends. Hey, uh, Cassie, can I just ask real quick? Uh, apple fritters? Yeah. Oh, I got apple fritters for all you little bitters out there. You like the bitter? It's bitter now because somebody puked it back up and that uh, stomach acid made a little bitter. I got all the used donut flavors you could want. Um, Bang. Who <laughs> scared me? Caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for your catchphrase. <laughs> yeah, sometimes catchphrases come in the beginning. Sometimes they come <laughs> halfway through a character's lifeline. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Bang. Um, howdy beans. Uh, yes. <laughs> I just have more. And questions. howdy beans to you, darling. <laughs> howdy beans. <laughs> it's both my name and the traditional greeting I like to get. It's very sweet. I do like it. Um. How did you get in this business? Howdy! Really? Ca- did Howdy Beans get in this business? Well, one day I can't have I a character this rich and not get as full. No, I totally rich understand. like the donuts I sell. So one day I noticed all the used donuts people thrown out of those little bing box in the back of their little donut store, and I'm like, man, there is a secondhand market out here. If I've been named Clarence, and you know I have been in my past. And so I was like, people got to get to the secondhand store. This is what everybody wants these days. So I started collecting all those how to bean donuts. And I started just, you know, out of the trunk of my car. I'd be like, here's some used donuts. And people were like, yeah, I'm a hipster. I listen to the Fleet Foxes. And I wear old jeans. Of course I'd want to eat old donuts. And that's how I started making my money. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, well, howdy beans. Howdy bang. beans. Can you I got two. Tell- One catchphrase is my name. One is bang. <laughs> But they are two separate. You can't, like, when you use them together, they're two separate catchphrases. It's too powerful. Yeah. Too much. It's rare to use them together. I know I just did, but I had to make an emphatic point. You sure did. And I hope you can make an emphatic point about some websites as well. How deep beans do I love websites? First, you just go to use donuts.com or howdybeans.com those will reroute you to the same sites where I sell my donuts on the internet and then of course you could go to popfilter.co it's where everything that you folks do is uh, you got your articles you got your particles you got your podcast and podcast and then you go to popfilter.co slash amazon is where you can uh, shop but it helps these fine folks out they do not have the deep little hands in any donut pocket so they need your help out there they are starving and their children are starving so popfilter.com slash amazon patreon.com slash your pop filters where you can go and you're like hey i want to give money but also get something in return that is of course patreon.com slash your pop filter all kinds of extra episodes extra segments and all kinds of other things that go on there at patreon.com slash your pop filter and i believe uh they're good friends at sabasprout.net that is a website i don't know where to stop how do beans bang do you want to make a website <laughs> then this website will help you out websites helping websites isn't that beautiful folks it's beautiful indeed. Howdy beans. I wish you could always be a part of this show. Howdy, Love you. I could. <laughs> I'll keep you on the roster to call you in whenever we need. Um, and since Ryan left, I do have another friend to bring on here. Maybe you guys can hit it off. I do have um, Oily Derek here to tell me about the <laughs> other shows. Ziggity bop bop, Oily Derek. Ziggity bop bop, and I am here. Oh. What do you want to hear from my tiny little saxophone? I don't think you do. 
Because when I play my tiny little saxophone, the ladies get crazy. I won't even do it. Whew, we can't handle that in the studio right now. Oh, my saxophone is so tiny. Oh, how tiny don't, is it? Don't even ask me how <laughs> tiny is it, because I will say that my fingers can't even touch all the buttons on my tiny oily saxophone. <laughs> it's like it's like a tiny little flute, but it's tinier. Imagine the tiniest like little flute, and it's a tinier saxophone. Oily Dave, I can not uh, oily. Dave. <laughs> my name is Oily Dave. Uh, you are Oily Dave. Did I mix you two? Oh, up? I'm sorry. What did you just say, Derek? Oh no! Uh, yeah, I'm Derek Oil. <laughs> <laughs> oil Derek, I'm Oil Derek, the Derek Oil, and I will always say to you, "That's jazz." Everything I will say to you is like, uh, imagine if I was like, "Bop bop 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 bop." That's jazz. <laughs> you should get what? the trademark. Oh, I'm sorry. What was your laugh? Did you just laugh? Ha ha ha! That's jazz. Da da bop 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 bop. That's jazz. Oh, I'm sorry. What are you laughing again? That's jazz. Everything's jazz, and I no, want to know. No, I mean don't don't sum up my personality into one into <laughs> well, two words like... like that. Don't just be like everything's jazz. Not everything's jazz. It's just that and then your laughter is jazz. Got you. Jazz. So, uh, cars. What are they? Oh, that those are jazz. I mean, if we're gonna be honest, okay. the cars are jazz. Oh, uh, what are dogs? Dogs. If I if I was thinking about dogs, I would go jazz. That no dogs. dogs that's that's jazz. Honestly, I didn't have to even do anything. Dogs are just jazz. That's jazz. Jazz all day, baby. Um, you know what? What are the other shows on the podcast network? Yeah. Should I pick up my instrument and play play these podcasts like to sleep? Here we Please go. Please play these beautiful podcasts. Okay. So. First podcast is movie of the year. And here we go. Cassie, why don't you start us off with a little bit of notes? Oh, not jazz. Not jazz. Not that, jazz. No, that was actually the worst thing that I have ever heard. So just go like this. Zagada beep boop. Zagada beep boop. So terrible. So terrible. I think I have another friend who can maybe bring help you out here. Um, I do believe I have Oily Dave here. Um, Oily Dave, can you come hit him with a jazz note, please? Norf! <laughs> okay, so right there, that's the, that's the best jazz I've ever heard. Oh, thank you! Oh, that's the worst jazz I've ever heard. So right now, you have the best and the worst. I gotta set up those parameters. All right. Excuse me. I, <clears throat> um, here's my actual voice. That's different, right? That's a little different. No, that's that's perfect. So now describe the podcast. First, you're gonna go every season is a different year. I'm gonna tell you what the best movie is of that year. Jazz. Jazz. And in case you couldn't hear it over that beautiful jazz, I believe it was movie of the year. You should go check out that podcast. It's great. Um, Oily Dave, while I got you here, can you also tell me about social media? Of course I can. Some say that social media died when MySpace went out. 
and that everything is now just social yelling. But I like to go on there on Twitter. The last three weeks, it's alive. And doesn't it seem like every week we say, this is the last three weeks, it's alive. Twitter at your pop filters where I go until everything's dead. And then also Instagram at your pop filter. There's never going to be anything wrong with Instagram. We were going to get a TikTok, but now that they're like, oh, that might belong to the Chinese government. So we're like, oh, I can't go over there. We do not do the TikToks. So just Instagram and Twitter for now. Maybe we'll make it Mastodon. You could go to Be Real slash Microphonio if you want to see what Mike's up to every day. It's mostly computers and food. That guy loves his computers and food. (laughs) But he is in touch with what the Gen Z does over at Be Real. That's a hot drop right now. I didn't even know that one was out there. You're old, Cassie. I know. It's sad. Uh, we also got an email. That's what I'll handle because I'm old. It's contact at popfilter.co, I believe. Go ahead and send us your Nailed emails, your questions. Uh, we would love to get those next week, you guys. I got a big episode because I have these friends here going to join me for sure. Absolutely. You guys are part of the podcast. Yeah. Welcome to the family. The you made it. Your oily friends. And we also are going to be celebrating the return of Riverdale. So be sure to check that one out. That's it for this week, though. For Mike, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm Mike. For Caitlin and me. And for me, I am me. Bye, everyone. Bye.